Hey, welcome back to the channel. My name is Seam Lund, and today we talk about crump. So, what is crump? It's a hemp based meat alternative that I helped to launch and co found. We're going to talk about what is crump, what are the ingredients, how it's made, and the macros, micros, all the details about uh, this kind of plant based protein, the reasons why I decided to launch it, and uh, where can you get it. So, as I said, crump is this uh, plant-based meat alternative made of only hemp and pea proteins. And to be fully transparent, like um, I did invest into the company, I helped to launch it uh, with my own money. I've invested over 50,000 euros into it to help to kickstart this uh, product. And the reason for that is that um, I'm just, you know, I believe that this product can be the number one plant-based product uh, number one plant-based protein in the world and it's going to replace all the beyond burgers the soy burgers all that garbage all that unhealthy plant-based products that are out there right now and obviously i'm not like a full vegan but i do think that there needs to be a shift in like the products that plant-based uh, people consume especially uh, plant-based proteins and that, that is the reason why i help to uh, kickstart and that's why I reason I invested into this uh, company and helped to launch it. Obviously you can have your own let's say beliefs about protein or food or what diets whatever you can be carnivore keto vegan paleo whatever it is but I think it's you know not really productive to always like argue about which diet is the best which food is the best how much meat should you eat how much plant should you eat and much rather i would rather focus on actually giving solutions i want to focus on creating solutions that are actually healthy that are actually you know help to replace some other unhealthy foods out there like the beyond burgers and um, soy burgers whatever it is to just, you know, have people the availability to have access to a clean and healthy food that doesn't, you know, come with all these added inflammatory oils, fats and, um, you know, sugars and other unwanted ingredients that you get from there. So that's the reason why I uh, started to help launch this. And that's why I reason so much invested so much money into it as well. Like out of my own pocket, 50,000 euros is not, you know, it's not a piece of change and uh, it, all the money that is going is going to be invested into the launch of this uh, campaign and the product and to help scale up the company itself to help uh, basically spread this uh, product crump uh, to you know supermarkets restaurants different kinds of people all across the world so as i said the only ingredients in crump are um, hemp protein hemp flour and pea protein so just two products or two ingredients they're 80 percent hemp and 20 percent uh, peas so it's no other ingredients it's literally just two ingredients and you can consider it a whole food in the in the sense that it's 100 percent natural and uh, it's just you know freeze-dried into this granule uh, that um, actually takes you know the technology hasn't been able to achieve this particular result yet only recently in in estonia where this uh, product is um, manufactured and uh, uh, produced is uh, where this technology has been actually been able to achieve to create this specific type of granule that uh, you don't need to add like any other like added fats or oils into it so just 100 percent organic natural ingredients and only two clean ingredients what is the uh, macros and uh, the like nutritional value of it so the nutritional value is actually pretty damn amazing for a plant-based protein so uh, per 100 grams you're going to get 
3.6 grams of fat, 338, 34 calories, 0 0.5 grams of saturated fat, trans fats, 0, 0 uh, total carbs, 16.1, sugars, 3.3, dietary fiber, 11.9, and protein, 53.6, salt, uh, one, uh, 1 gram. So as you can see, the protein amount is quite... <laughs> amazing like it's uh twice the amount of protein per 100 grams than regular beef or meat and maybe like three times more uh, protein than soy and these other uh usually considered high protein plant-based foods <laughs> so in terms of macros it's like excellent it's uh, very good the only you know sugars that it comes from is the natural sugars from the uh, hemp and uh, peas and it's high in fiber low in fat high in protein and uh, i would consider it you know quite you know, like a perfect macros for a plant-based protein. How do you make it? Well, I'll play this GIF here. It's very simple. You know, you add, you have this dry granule you, from the package. You put it into a bowl. You add the water, let it sit there, preferably like some lukewarm uh, water. It tends to uh, moisturize it better. It sits there for like five, maybe three minutes or something like that. Uh, preferably five and then you just uh, cook it in some dishes like uh, some pasta, bolognese, uh, tortillas, um, burritos, it, it really does a good job in replacing ground beef. Uh, so the main goal is to yeah use it as ground beef, the same way you use ground beef. You add spices, you add seasoning, uh, you could like eat it just dry, <laughs> like you could just you know, take it out of the package and eat it dry. If you eat it like that, then it tastes like almost like a buckwheat granola. So it's still like, you know, dry, it doesn't have any specific you know flavor to it yet but if you add like salt and seasoning in so, sort of the dish then it tastes really super good you can add it to a bolognese like in pastas you can turn it into burritos uh, using it as ground beef you can actually make the burger patty out of it as well for that you need to add like yeah some different kinds of ingredients depending on your uh, preference like you can add eggs if you can if you are like like just non-vegan or a vegetarian uh, but you can also yeah make it into a burger patty although it can be a bit more more difficult does it taste like beef like i said it doesn't taste like beef uh, but it has like a consistency of this tendon meat and connective tissue all right let's talk about the micronutrients as well is it a full amino acid spectrum obviously it's very high in protein but what about the aminos so it has all the essential amino acids but it is missing some like three of them um, it is slightly lower in things like leucine and uh, methionine, but that can be actually a good thing. So like methionine restriction is associated with you know longevity and life extension in other species. I do think that a lot of people may be eating too much methionine if they're eating like a bunch of uh, muscle meat, whereas uh, plant-based proteins generally are lower in methionine. And, but regardless, like, if it's lower in the essential amino acids, even just a little bit, it doesn't matter if you're getting a larger quantity of protein. So yes, plant-based proteins have slightly less essential amino acids, but if you get a sufficient amount of those proteins, then it doesn't matter because you're getting such a larger quantity of the protein that it overrides the slightly lower quantity of essential amino acids. So imagine you could eat 100 grams of protein from meat, and the equivalent of that would be maybe 130 grams of plant-based protein or 140 grams. So if you're eating 160 grams of protein per day, whichever source it is, then it doesn't matter. You're going to get all the essential amino acids that you uh, need. And it would only matter if you're like a hypocaloric 
very low calorie diet, so we are eating only a thousand calories per day, then the quality of the amino acids or the protein would matter. But if you're <laughs> you're eating 2000 calories and you're getting 150 grams of protein, then it doesn't matter if it's plant-based or animal-based in terms of the amino acid content, you're going to get all the amino acids uh, that you need. Of course, there's some differences like, you know, animal-based meats generally have like creatine and B12 and those kind of things as well. But uh, obviously, you know, no one this the idea behind this isn't that you're going to be, you know, a vegan. I'm not I'm not doing this. Obviously, if you are a vegan, then you would be a vegan. But uh, other people, you know, I'm not saying that you need to be on a exclusively plant based vegan diet. I'm not doing that. Uh, but I do want to have like, you know, this uh, plant based protein that is a good alternative to uh, the uh, meat and is uh, on par with uh, the majority of those uh, nutrients. How bioavailable is the protein? So uh, hemp seeds themselves have the digestibility of about 94.9%, which is you know quite high. Uh, it's not 100% as you would get like whey protein or eggs. Uh, but again, even then it doesn't matter again if you're getting uh, a sufficient amount of protein. The PDSAAS um, score, which refers to like the protein digestibility, is a 0.61 out of 1. So 1 is like eggs and uh, whey protein again but hemp seeds have 0.61 but this refers to hemp seeds right like hemp seeds ground hemp seeds that are you know essentially raw in their form um crump although it's still you know hemp seeds it's hemp seed flour so it's refined it's uh, ground up so it has less fiber so which increases the bioavailability of the protein so there isn't a specific you know um measurement for uh, the uh, hemp flour but I personally would say that, you know, it does increase the bioavailability of the, of the uh, hemp seeds or the hemp flour, which maybe raises it to like 96 to 97 percent of bioavailability. So it's not 100 percent, but it doesn't matter that it's not 100 percent because you're getting still such a large quantity of the protein. And the PDSES score may be like around the 0.8, which keeps it uh, definitely on top of the uh, plant-based list. So it's definitely more bioavailable than other uh, plant-based proteins maybe with the exception of like uh, plant-based protein powders so like um, soy protein powder or pea protein powder would maybe have like 0.9 or 1 even uh, as the as the pdses score but uh, this specific granule i would say is like around 0.8 the micronutrients so um, like i said you do get all the essential amino acids what about the micros so it actually is very good in the most of the micros as well at least the minerals you get a whole lot of minerals uh, and the most like significant ones most astonishing ones are like magnesium you get uh, 1500 milligrams of magnesium which is like three times more the rda uh, and uh, what's good is that you don't really get magnesium even from like animal foods um, most of the magnesium foods are plant-based like pumpkin seeds um, some different kinds of greens and uh, seeds and nuts seeds, those are the generally high magnesium foods. And hemp seeds are also quite good for that. And the hemp flower, this crump, has 1500 milligrams per 100 grams because it's such a you know, concentrated uh, form. The only animal based food that has magnesium is uh, salmon in significant quantities. Obviously, like liver and uh, beef itself has, but it's quite a low quantity. And the salmon and fish have slightly higher maybe like a 200 250 milligrams per uh, 100 grams for salmon it also has a good amount of potassium so 2500 milligrams of potassium which is also great some 
uh, uh, some like meats do have a little bit of potassium, but not in a significant mm, amounts. The uh, chromium is also like 17 uh, micrograms, which is uh, a bit more than the RDA actually. So you can cover almost, you can even cover your uh, chromium requirement with uh, this uh, crump. Now, the vitamins generally plants have a bit less vitamins. Of course, it doesn't have a lot of uh, B vitamins, like it doesn't have B12. Um, but you know, if you're eating, it's very easy to get B12. Like you can just eat like a little bit of liver, like you can yeah, like literally take one bite of liver and you got your B12 requirement, including many of the other uh, B uh, vitamins as well as vitamin A and uh, those kind of things. So yeah, the point isn't that you need to get 100% of your vitamins and minerals from just this food. It's you know bizarre to think that it's a bizarre claim. Like you, you don't need to get any of your 100% of your requirements from just one single food. Isn't processed food bad? So uh, this is also another like a silly argument. Like what is processed? Like sparkling water is processed. If you make liver pate, if you make liver crisps, if you make, you know, any kind of dairy is processed, butter is processed, olive oil is processed. Like what, you know, what are we talking about? Like the degree of processing is what matters and what does the processing do? You know, the things when people say that processed food is bad, then they only refer to the ultra-processed foods. Like Oreos, chips, uh, Beyond Burgers, those are ultra-processed food because they're high in calories, high in fats, high in carbs, and, um, you know, all these other unwanted ingredients. Crump is only processed to the degree that it creates this uh, granule, and it's only 100% natural ingredients, hemp and pea protein. So yes, it's processed, but it's not ultra-processed and... No, it's not bad because it doesn't really change the uh, composition of the food or it doesn't put in like these all other processed ingredients into there. So it's still a natural uh, food, although not it's in natural form, it's uh, natural by the ingredients. How does it compare to other plant-based meats uh, and meat alternatives? Well, I do think that it's going to be the number one, <laughs> number one best plant-based protein in the world and uh, to achieve that you obviously we need help uh, we need um, people to support the campaign and uh, help grow the company and uh, get the manufacturing process uh, going so that's why i'm making this video that's why i launched the campaign to at least give you know because the option is like you know <laughs> all these big companies beyond burger and uh, soy burgers or whoever they make they're still gonna make their shitty products and if people don't demand better products uh, they're gonna give in to the shitty uh, Beyond Burgers, then, you know, we're not gonna make any positive change to the world regardless. Like, you can say, like, hey, just eat meat or whatever, but it's not gonna change anything. Like, it's not gonna change literally anything. You're, gonna, you're not gonna convince vegans to not to eat meat. Uh, most, let's say, normies aren't gonna be convinced to change either. So let's give them an actual healthy plant-based product. That's the goal of, and that's the reason why I'm doing this as well. Um, and like I said, I've already invested a lot of my own money into this and the reason why I do it is I believe in it and I want to, uh, yeah, literally give the people the possibility and the option to have a healthier alternative that is better than Beyond Burger and better than Soy Burgers and those kind of things. So if you just give in and not do anything about it, like you just keep arguing about like whether it's vegan is better, whether it's carnivore is better, whether it's meat is better, whether it's vegetable is better, whatever then you're not really changing anything. Uh, that process takes a lot long time. And uh, whereas let's actually, 
I want to, I'm, I'm going to sit and actually give a solution instead of arguing. And if you want to keep arguing, if you want to keep um, being a naysayer or whatever, then, you know, be, go ahead. But I'm not just not, not going not, not, not to listen to you. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to, yeah, provide an actual solution that uh, is uh, going to be a good, healthy alternative. Uh, yeah, rent over, but uh, in terms of the other uh, meat alternatives, then obviously it doesn't have any processed ingredients. It has a pretty good uh, omega omega-3 profile as well. Hemp seeds are have omega-3s and ALA. It's in terms of that, it can be even better than chicken from the uh, fatty acid profile. Um, plant from compared to meats, then I would say obviously you don't get like creatine, you don't get B12 and those kind of things. Uh, so it's from the micronutrient side, it has a bit lower quality than uh, beef, but in other aspects, it can also be better. Like, obviously, it's twice the amount of protein than beef, but it's also uh, lower in methionine, which um, I've uh, mentioned many times in my videos, and I do think that the methionine-glycine balance is an important factor for determining longevity. So excess methionine has been proven to be uh, bad for longevity, and restricting methionine, restricting methionine intake mimics calorie, calorie restriction and has other benefits on longevity and increases health span and long longevity in animal species. And of course, the environmental aspect, um, it's very cheap to make hemp or um, hemp doesn't consume a lot of resources. It consumes a whole lot of dozens of times less water and uh, produces dozens of times less CO2 than beef and including like even uh, other monocrops. The same applies to, yeah, like it, it, it's much cheaper to make hemp than soy or um, wheat or whatever other monocrop that there is. And the uh, hemp plant is also very beneficial in terms of absorbing CO2. So um, hemp absorbs four times the amount of CO2 than trees actually, which is like, <laughs> so in terms of that, it can be very beneficial for actually being a, like a net, um, net positive for the climate in terms of the CO2 absorption. So uh, you can grow hemp twice a year, uh, whereas like it takes at least you know, two to three years or you know, many more for in some cases to uh, grow an animal or uh, before you uh, kill it. And other like monocrops takes at least a year, you can harvest them only once. And uh, so yeah, like even if you, you know, cut down the hemp and eat it, during that time, it still is a super good way to absorb more CO2 from uh, the atmosphere as well. And the best part, thing about hemp is also that it can grow almost in like very barren environments. Like it can grow these very dry environments. It can grow in uh, somewhat colder environments and uh, more these drier regions. So uh, it's very resilient uh, plant and it also has very beneficial nutrient uh, qualities. The shelf life. So uh, because it's freeze-dried, uh, the same way you would freeze-dry liver capsules, um, it stays uh, fresh for a long time. Like there is no like actual expiration date, uh, but um, you know usually this freeze-dried stuff they last for at least two to three years. And when you cook it, you know it stays fresh. Uh, but yeah, like once you've moisturized it and once you've cooked it, then it goes bad the same way like a regular food would. Uh, but if it's in this dry form, it stays fresh for um, years, which is, you know, good for the sustainability aspect, as well as, you know, you can use it as a prepping food almost. Like you can't really 
bank up on a whole lot of uh, meat uh, for years unless you have like a you know, big freezer uh, but uh, yeah regardless this maintaining this is very uh, cheap and very um, long lasting what about lectins so uh, hemp is very low in lectins it doesn't have almost any lectins at all uh, in the peas the like, like naturally peas have some lectins uh, but this is only 20% peas and the uh, manufacturing process will also the refining process will also uh, virtually remove all the lectins uh, so you don't really have to worry about that and if you cook it then it also uh, reduces the content of that where is it made it's all in estonia organic organic hemp organic peas when can you buy it so the uh, campaign starts or started today which is april the 5th and this is the first opportunity where you can place your order place your pledge there's different kinds of uh, uh, perks that you can also get like my circadian energy activation system is one of the free perks that you get with one of the pledges you can also su support uh, the ukrainian refugees that are located in estonia we will give them crump as well and uh, yeah different kinds of additional offers you can get we will be like there will be also this um, retreat type of thing in uh, july this year we'll be basically cooking crump and uh, doing other kinds of um, fun activities and the campaign will last until Tuesday, uh, not Tuesday, but uh, 27th of April, so three weeks, and um, yeah, the goal is to yeah, just kickstart or you know launch this uh, brand and company so we could get this uh, product out there and start beating Beyond Burgers and start actually giving people a healthy plant-based meat alternative that's you know good for your health as well as good for the environment and uh, doesn't waste food. So, as I said, head over to Indiegogo and you can find Crump there. The link is in the description. The website is naturistfood.com where you also get the links to the Indigo campaign. So, yeah, like I said, I've invested a lot of money myself into this. I'm, I'm uh, doing it to uh, provide a healthy alternative to the plant-based meat alternatives out there. And, um, yeah, I believe in it. I will consume it myself. I think the macros are great i think the micros are great the taste is great and it's just you know overall a very cool concept and uh yeah let's you know just create something that is going to like transform the plant-based food market in terms of the uh, protein content and uh, the uh, quality of the products because yeah like if we don't do this then there's gonna be just the wide acceptance that yeah is beyond burgers are the norm which i think no one should want and uh, let's just create something that will be something uh, better all right that's it for this video make sure you click like subscribe notification bell as well my name is seem stay optimized stay empowered